It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We've been streaming fools for the past 11 weeks. As the theaters remain closed. According to the Journal of Positive Psychology, it takes 11 weeks to get over a breakup of a relationship. Huh, that's interesting. Anyhow, directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, this week on the podcast, we are starting a whole new series. So we're done with our top 10 list. A new series. For now. For now, yeah. There's always a 10 list to make somewhere. Uh, as we get into the summer season, we thought, mm, what the heck? Maybe we'll look at seeing what's out there for web available film festivals around our great city and everywhere else across the world. So uh, we plan on working through some reviews and some online web streaming from festivals available online from around this fabulous planet of ours. But this week, we're going to do some streaming. We're going to do the lists update we're gonna do not do film favorite blah film genre favorites because now we're gonna be talking about the brooklyn horror film festival shorts package offering we're currently online then we're gonna do open rage rage or dare and then a sad farewell till next week let's dance Streaming, motherfucking streaming. We're streaming. Bryce, streaming. Well, we got a bit of a jam-packed streaming session this week. We kind of been, you know, not streaming as much stuff, or we've had different kinds of focus. But we got a bunch of piles from a bunch of different places this week, and I'm super pumped because there's a lot of rage going on through this streaming, and then there's some pretty good stuff. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Monstrom that Monstrum. is sh- uh, mm-hmm. streaming on Shutter and um, yeah it's, <laughs> I don't know much to say about this I mean you know what the big thing I have about this film is that. Uh, the, it's a uh, campiness at the beginning. It kind of got me a little distracted. And yep. um, the political coup, kung fu, plagues, true love, and at last but not least, baby sparkles, commonly known as Moonstrom. Uh, this could have been the Princess Bride for Korean film, but it wasn't. Uh, they could have taken that route, I guess. Yeah, it, but it, it was Moonstrumming time. <laughs> which is basically what it was. What's Moonstrom? Isn't it Monstrum? Monstrum, whatever. Monstrum, Moonstrom. Moonstrom. Uh, this, which is, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know what to expect for this. Uh, uh-huh. Was it what I expected? A little bit. Did I enjoy it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but all in all, it was originally going to be a meh until the end of the film. And then it went into a giant monstrum-like rage. Although I did love the pilgrim Korean hybrid hats. I think they should have uh, perhaps 
this should have streamed on Disney and not on Shudder because the ending for me just kicked me in the nuts and said, this is not how a, um, how a film should end. Hmm. Well, sir, they lost me when they told that when they kind of told the story of how Monstrum came to be. Um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, apparently when it was younger, its name was Little Sparkles because its eyes sparkled. But then it ate, ate plague-infested corpses to survive, which caused it to turn into a monster. They completely lost me at Little Sparkles. Um, I'm sure this movie is entertaining to some, and but I found it uneven and tedious. Uh, the humor wasn't funny, and the special effects were subpar. Uh, mild rage for this one for me. Yeah, I mean, I was liking certain parts of it through the film, but it was it was it was not for a Shutter audience, man. Like some of the stuff that we see on Shutter, no, um, well, a lot of it was silly. It was. I didn't I didn't know what they were going for. I just I didn't get it. Yeah, no, me neither. It it ended up being rage. So uh, this will come up later in the in the podcast for sure. But um, <laughs> Shutter, come on, people, let's get some better. All right. Well, what else did we see last week? Ah, uh, we saw a white, white day. Now, can you pronounce the? No, I was going to leave that to you. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Okay. The original title. No, not going to happen either. So, a white, white day from 2019. Uh, it is streaming uh, right now through SIF at Home, uh, part of the SIF at Home series. Um, that's Calgary International Film Festival at Home. Um. It's about an off-duty cop who discovers that his recently deceased wife had been having an affair. Uh, Lots of stuff going on here. Um, We got themes of isolation, madness, betrayal, obsession, grief, revenge. They're they're all present here. Um, I like the dynamic of... uh, Ingvar Sigurdsson's character. <laughs> That's better than I would have done. Uh, I liked it, his uh, character's relationship to his granddaughter. And uh, actually also the relationship that he kind of had to the house he was renovating. I think. Yeah. I thought, I thought the house was kind of a key it, character in it this. It was a bit of a character. It was kind of a, kind of a place where he wasn't so crazy. Um, both these relationships seem to keep him grounded somewhat. Um, but eventually, you know, rage takes over. Um, and he, <laughs> yes, it and does. He, and he makes some very questionable decisions. Um, I like this movie quite a bit, you know, but it's it's a solid man. Oh, really? You only yeah. got to meh for you. I just got to meh. Yeah. I, almost his performance yeah. almost pushed me over to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just couldn't quite. So having said that, you know, good movie. Worth seeing. Meh. Okay, well, I'll give you my spin on it. First of all, did you did you happen to mention that this was part of our friends at SIF? I did. Oh, perfect. That's, I just want to re-remind everybody that because, you know, this is one of our um, film festival favorites is uh, Calgary International Film Fest or SIFCalgary.ca. Is that right, Bryce? Uh, Sounds about right? Or dot yeah, com? Yeah, there's SIF Calgary. So Cal- Calgary International Film Festival Calgary. I still can't wrap <laughs> my brain around that. I know. But, I like but it. But it is SIFCalgary.ca. C-I-F-F Calgary.ca. Nice. Uh, so... Yeah, you know, they, they keep bringing us some really good original stuff uh, to stream in these troubling times. And um, here's my take on this one. I thought the direction was amazing. Oh, it was. I thought the amount of amazing shots that were, there was just too many to count. 
Yeah. Like even the very beginning part, introducing the oh, that, that was the, great. The actual house in yeah, the beginning, which, which was kind of a major it, character. It was. I know. Um, uh, I love the mix of the cinematography and the direction, how it was done with time-lapse shots and scenic brilliance of Iceland. Uh, the director really captured the character descent of the main character in this film. I love the levels of this actor's descent and the way he captured all those layers himself in the relationships and interactions with each person. This was one of the slowest progressions of any film. And maybe this is like, that's normally your thing. You like slow boring films. So <laughs> when I was watching this, I was going like, oh, Bryce is going to be eating this up. And for me, it was, it was like, was I interested along the way? Yes. Yeah, sometimes slow progression to me, it doesn't. Um, but, but although it, it may have moved slow, um, it, I went from a mad to a mondo uh, because of the character, to your point, it was a bit of a. I had the Bryce. He was, he was I pulled so the Bryce out of my ass and said, "You know, it went from a man to a mondo." It made me really measure my love of that character development, and of course, as you know, character development is such a big thing for me. The rest of the characters, every single character I found in this was actually very well developed. Yeah. Um, and, and so because of that, because of the character developments, not just from the primary actor, but from everyone, even the even the peripheral characters, like the guy he kidnaps, we won't say yeah. uh, when he goes into his rage, um, you got it. You knew everything about this character in, in probably a few scenes that you get to see about him. Yeah, no, it was, it was a very competently constructed movie. There's no yeah, question. I just, for me, obviously, um, when I got to the end and I was doing the measurement of it, originally I was thinking it was probably going to end up being a math for me too. But as I, as I, as a day or two later after the film oh, the character was still, still seeping into my pores and yep. so i just couldn't get the character of him out of my mind so i said nah i've got to give this a mondo so yeah, yeah everybody should check this film out a white white day cool. uh, go to calgary or go go to sifcalgary.com i think or ca and uh we'll just just search sifcalgary sifcalgary.ca yeah why do i keep getting that wrong anyway yeah people should at least check it out all right well, well we also got to see the film Dreamland, which I've been literally waiting to see this for a long, long time. Uh, and this is, um, uh, again, a favorite of Calgary. Bruce McDonald is the director. And uh, he makes, you know, I'm not always a big fan of his, his films. You know, we talked um, sort of... For me, he bats about 500 for me. Yeah, I find that about the same too. I never hate them, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's true. I, I never hate one of his films. But this one was actually... This one is probably my favorite film I've ever seen of his. Wow. Uh, definitely the most beautifully shot film by him uh, that I've ever seen. Um, some amazing shots. Uh, Steve... Stephen McChatty. McCaddy. thank you. Um, he was brilliant. Like... Yes. Like he he captivates the screen. Like he <laughs> is beyond beyond mesmerizing in this film. Yeah. Um he's always good though. He, was, he was in Come to Daddy too, which is one of your your big ones. It you, is my big film movie. from last month. And he's in Pontypool, which is yeah. another one of Bruce's yeah. films wow. that I really like. Yeah. He's, um, he's a Bruce staple. And uh Tomas Lamarque the was brilliant as the Count Vampire. Like I think I think <laughs> was he? Yeah. Also, it had creepy little fuckers in it who dressed like gangsters, and then and then uh, the part 
that I was a really big surprise actually was the, the kids as the gangsters. I was like, what, where did that come? There were so many little things through this. It was just, I, I didn't find like you read about this online and people are going, this is weird and I don't get it. And this is weird. This is what made this film so great for me. Um, I thought it was a little campy at times. It was, but I mean, I think that was the intent, right? Yeah, the, um, the tone was one way, and then all of a sudden it drifted into something else. That, yeah, yeah um, so many reverse stereotypes in this movie with the thugs That's being true. hot women and kids. And although a vampire movie, it is so peripheral. Like, it's just... It's barely is, a vampire movie. Is it a vampire? <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. So, yeah, I mean, I can understand why you are probably going to give this a man. But to me, it was Mondo because it had all the things in it that I really like. I, I had a little bit of campiness, but not overly done. It had a bit of uh, Bruce's sense of humor that can shine through pretty good. And Mc, McCaddy yep. is by far one he, of the most oh, brilliant actors of our time. He's good. I Pass don't know that you. I'd go that far, but he's, oh, he's a good actor. He's he's, very, he's brilliant. He, he's one of the well for uh yeah, no, he's he's brilliant. I'll give you that. Good. Um yeah, it was all right. <laughs> that's it? That's all we get? It was I, all right. It had some good scenes. But weren't you captivated by the film? Like you didn't know what was gonna happen next. Oh, it was an interesting choice, you know, having Stephen McCaddy play two characters in it. That yeah. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen someone do like a dual role like that. that are, and there's like really, it's weird because there's not really a connection between them, but then at there the end is, there's, yeah. there is kind of a connection. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of, eh. The whole ending to me was so well done too. Really? Like I don't want to give uh. anything away. I just love the whole ending. To me it was, well, you know what? I, I like shooting up shit and I yeah. like, I like um, well, women that, who can I thought that maybe kick that was, ass and punch dicks. It was, it was a so. little silly at the end. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's kind of why I loved it. So are you just giving it a meh? I'm just giving it a meh. Oh, this is some of it. Some of it was great, but then it it got into just silliness and campiness that I didn't. I thought this could have been a really good serious movie. I mean, the 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 subject matter is deadly serious, and yeah. then it got all camp. And it's like eh, it doesn't fit for me. So. I think you either got to go full blown with the campiness, yeah. or you gotta you gotta rein it in, and he didn't. Okay. Uh, so it's it's weird because it's going along, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then it's like, what? Why? Why? What? <laughs> so yeah, overall, it's a man. Okay. Well, I I completely understand it. Uh, one man. What is that? One man's poison is another man's pudding. I don't know. So yeah, something about some, pudding and poison. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Anyway, I I think everybody should get a chance. I think we rented this off Apple, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, take yeah. it your own risk. Or if you're feeling a little Jimmy this week, pick it up and get some campy vampire uh, little fuckers with women that punch <laughs> dicks and kick ass. Yeah. Like it's, uh, you know, there you go. All right. So before you talk about this, I just want to preface it this because this is a film that we've been missing. This is a key film for this us. This is a key, a very key film. And this may be, we may just talk about this for the rest of the podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I doubt it, but <laughs> don't know that there's that much to say about this I movie know. to begin with, but. So tell us the whole title. Okay. So the whole title of this movie is Seven Stages to Achieve Eternal Bliss by Passing Through the Gateway Chosen by the Holy Storch. <laughs> and breath. That, that is from 2018 um, by director Viviano Caldinelli. Or Caldinelli is probably more accurate. Hmm. Um, I absolutely love the concept of this movie. Yeah. The potential was there to be great. Yeah. 
I mean, come on. A couple moves into their dream apartment only to find that a deranged cult performs ritualistic suicides in their bathtub. That's a cult. That's a solid concept. Yeah. Cast was excellent. I absolutely adore uh, Kate Machucci. Yeah, me too. She's, she's so awesome. Every time I see her, she just kind of just... I just hug her and pinch her cheeks. I know. She's, she's just great. Um, um, There's definitely some laughs. No yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, especially the police detective who oh. investigates the suicides. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, has also been writing a television pilot. Uh, <laughs> he was so and good Mark in McKinney? it. Oh, oh, Mark McKinney? Oh, Mark McKinney was fantastic. <laughs> and that's the other thing. You had some great cameos where they just you, they just kind of sh- pop up. Um, so a lot of, lot of good stuff going on. Um, but, you know, kind of for such a good concept with such a good cast, it just seemed to fall a little flat in places. It had the potential. It definitely wasn't a rage, um, but you know, it's it's a meh. Interesting. We kind of got the same. We went. We ended up in the same place because it was a meh for me. Yeah. Um. So as you know, uh, Takawatiti's film. Uh. So what, because he was in it, it already started at an eleven for me. I thought it was going to be the best, and the commercials look fantastic. And we took tried forever to find this thing. Yeah, it was, it like was we amazing. couldn't even download yeah, I guess we it should anywhere. Describe, yeah, where, where did we finally get it? Yeah, we ended up getting off Tubi or Tubby or I'm assuming it's, it's Tubi. Tubi. Stop, Tubi. Stop Tubi. pronouncing hey, pronouncing Tubi. stuff when people try to direct people to it. <laughs> Tubi. Well, Tubby would no. be with two Bs. No. Tubi would yeah, be exactly. one B's. Is that why? That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whoever's listening, if you don't know what Tubi slash Tubby is, then you're There's probably no not There's no slash streaming. Tubby. It's just Tubi. <laughs> Anyway, T-U-B-I. so yeah, I just randomly found it on Tubi. Perfect. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought, you know, because he's in it, it was going to be an 11. But he's only in it for a total of probably seven minutes for the whole film. Yeah, about that. Maybe maybe eight. He's very good in all seven minutes, though. Yeah. Really? Frau Frobissina? Where has she been hiding for 18 years? What a pleasant surprise to see her in it, too. There you go. Right? From Austin Powers? Yeah. Sorry, doctor. <laughs> I uh, I love the great um, the guests Maria Banford, Mark McKinney, Brian. A, uh, awesome Bush. cast. Like there's so so many. Yeah, I loved a lot about this, but so many silly, nutty things. The whole premise was hilarious, but some of the murder suicides were just oh. freaking hilarious. Absolutely, I and that's the whole thing. When I'm like thinking about this film, it's like. How did I not love this film more? Because everything you're saying is great. Yeah, but it, you know what? All, all in all, it, it, like it just it lost some of its luster. It just, just kind of slowed down yeah. and settled into itself, and it stopped being funny. It was just kind of like, okay, when does this end? But it, it, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It no. just stayed in a mat. It could, it, it should have been a mondo. It should have been. If it was an hour long, I bet you it would have been a mondo. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. if they wouldn't have tried to fit it into ninety minutes. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line. Look on the bright side. Maybe now we can try Winnipeg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so, you know, obviously we're going to have to talk on their lists, which is obviously coming up very soon. Yes. In fact, it's coming right after we talk about this. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it is. Huh. Uh, so That's convenient. So maybe let's, it's a perfect time for us to Might segue. Might as well just transition. We got, we got double mez on this one, uh, which mez. means that he qualifies. That's what I understand. All right. Well, the list this week, we got to talk about Taka. 
because we've now seen his missing film. Uh, and I got two mesmerized and a new undoubted. And uh, Bryce is letting me carry the weight this week because he's still sleepy because of his work schedule. Yeah, it sucks getting up at 2 a.m. Ugh, 2 a.m. sucks. But I'm done with it. I'm back to regular hours. You'll be it's back be to so sweet. pulling your weight. Yeah, next week you'll have a bright and chipper Bryce. Maybe. That could be I'll scary. I'll be bouncing off the walls. That could be scary, actually. Instead of the sleepy man that, that's here today. So, you know, the t- whole talk of discussion for our lists, it, interestingly enough, we had talked about this over the weekend because flat out simple, most of the stuff that talk has done is direction. Yep. So, <clears throat> however, I, he doesn't have enough of directing credits as a feature yeah. director to get there. So, yep. I think in two films, he's going to be undoubted as twice. a director. He's yeah. Be double undoubted if. You know, if this yeah, goes the way I thing. think it's gonna. If the, well, it's he. This was a man uh, for both of us, so he's, put him he's in, automatically yeah, in. He's gonna be in rarefied air if that happens, because yeah. we're, we're gonna acknowledge that that you know he's not only undoubted as a, although he does have that uh, Ryan Reynolds thing that's coming out. So I don't know. That could be good free it guy could be, or whatever. Yeah, free guy. So we'll see. It we'll see what be, happens there. But as of now. Yeah, Taco Watiti is undoubted. Yeah, because, you know, he, he's got the two Mez on the list and everything else is, you know, from uh, Eagle versus Shark all the way yeah. to, what was last? Oh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit, which um, is a super mondo. You know, there's six films in between there. And in between there, there is Green Lantern, which it's a meh. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, seven stages that we just talked about is, is a meh. Is a meh. Should, but they're not back to back. Mono, and they're, but not, they're not, not back to back. And they're right? not back to back. So he is undoubted as an actor. Slash director, though. No. As both. He's not undoubted as a director. He's only got six credits oh, as a yes. feature film as director. As a full director, yeah. Yes. So but he he's is, undoubted, period. End of sentence. Not a, as an actor. No, as an actor. Well, has he been in nine? Has he been in eight films as an actor back to back? Yes. Oh, okay. We just oh, that's did just, films. oh, I was just talking his films in general. Like no. I was just thinking we were doing so, all his films. Man, get a, get on the bus, man. I'm I'm pulling away from the station, and you're like <laughs> trying to wave me down. Well, I am. Usually, it's the other way around because you're too I tired. Know. But okay, so you're talking about you went through his eight I went, films. He okay. has eight films in a row that are acting. That, so he's gotcha. only got the two mass. Everything else is undoubted. Okay, so when now, his next film comes got, out, exactly, he's got two more films as a director. Before he can be undoubted as a director, because he's only directed six feature-length films. That's it. Seems That's like it. he's done. More. Yeah, he's done a lot of TV. Little, you know, he's done some of the uh, 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 what we do in the shadows television show. Yeah. And he's done some other little shorts, and he's done a lot of stuff. But he's done six feature-length films. I huh. don't know why you're looking it up right I'm now. I'm just re-looking because you're. It's, it's I trust true. you. I trust you. Apparently you don't. No, no, that's not. I was just looking up for what's coming next. Ah. Right? Yeah, he's so got, He's got this Thor thing and... Thor Love other. and Thunder. Yeah. And something else. Oh, my God. Yeah. He may come off our list, though. Why is that? The future is bleak for our buddy Taika Waititi. What's going on? In 2024, he will be making the currently untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars film. Well, why, why are you nervous about that? Don't because you think that if anybody can breathe some fresh air into that, it yeah, could be true. him? And he's not going to... He's, he's got some stroke now, man. They're not going to be telling him what to do. He can tell them what to do. After Jojo Rabbit and all the, all the Academy and Award... And, and Thor. Well, yeah, no, but the Jojo Rabbit put him over the top with all the nominations and all the yeah. recognition. 
He's writing his own ticket now. He All says right. jump. They say how high. He's, they, they, he, nobody's editing Taka. Nobody's telling Taka what to do now. Taka's his own man now. He's, he's a made king. man. King Taka. Yeah. So I don't okay. think we have to worry about Star Wars directed by Taka Watiti is going to be freaking Mondo. Yeah, it could be Rogue One. Could be Rogue well, One. It's not going to be Solo. Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly not going to be Solo. Yeah, that's a given. All right, well, I, I've got some interesting... So uh, I'm just basically going to bring out two people that were actually... You know, I've got so many mesmerized. I might throw another one in for you as well. Just lay, lay it, whatever you, whatever whatever you, you feel. Because just, yeah, just. we've talked about this. So my first one's going to be uh, Isabelle Hubert, which we've already talked about. As mesmerized. Yeah, as mesmerized. Because you really didn't like that last No, that was a hard, hard rage. She could Eh, never be on the list for eight more films. There was a lot of walking in there. I don't even want to go into how terrible that (laughs) film was. It had some strange Because I I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's so terrible. Okay, I guess Um, we won't even tell the title. I don't even remember what it was called. It was called Hell in My Eyes. No, that's not what it was called. (laughs) That is incorrect. (laughs) It's not the name of the film. But uh, just look at Isabelle Hubert's films. It actually sounds like a good movie, though. Hell is in my eyes. Yeah. That could be a good movie, but that movie wasn't. Um, so, is she mesmerizing? Absolutely. Yeah, of course she is. If she's not, you're a moron. Um, okay, so the other one I'm going to add, I'm adding three actually in total for mesmerized. Holy crap. Because we're I've gonna, got a list of ten. We're going to have to have a separate website just for our mesmerized Yeah, list. we could. So, obviously, uh, Stephen McCaddy, I'm adding his mesmerized. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. For All sure. right, add a boy. And uh, last but not least, who is also in that movie, but a very small amount. You're not giving Juliette Lewis mesmerizing? Nay. What? Annoying, maybe. Yes, she is annoying she a lot of times. She doesn't mesmerize me at all. Okay. Well, so I'm sorry, but she's not. You're not going to give it to her. No. I think she does steal I the screen from think, her, her I, annoyingness. I think she's been good in a lot of stuff. And she's been annoying at a lot of stuff, and I wasn't mesmerized in any way. I was By just her annoyance? annoyed. No, it's like. Pfft. I understand yeah. why you're saying no. Yes. I'm not arguing with it. I'm know. just saying her annoyingness is also mesmerizing to me yes. because I like seeing annoying people in their film, and then of course I can't stop looking at her because she's annoying. Uh, but understood, she gets off. Okay, so for who I'm bringing forward for Undoubted this week? I'm oh, Undoubted. Yeah, I've got, I've got. Okay. And I I'll just watched, I've just watched, um, so there's a few films we've got to see. Maybe you've seen them, but I haven't. But okay. I did watch Hotel Mumbai. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have. Was it a Mondo for you? Yes. Okay. It was Mondo for me too. So I'm putting Dev Patel forward oh, as Undoubted. That, so that his, is an interesting, I'm just... I'm going over it in my head yeah. right now, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe, maybe. Okay, let's okay, lay it so on me. Okay, so 2014 was The Road Within. I haven't seen it. The Road Within, I also have not seen. Okay, so that's got a question mark. The next one is The Second Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, which was a meh. Ma- that was a Mondo for Okay, me. so still. Oh, sorry, that was the second best? Yes. Meh, sorry. Okay. The first good. one was Mondo. Yes, because the first the one sequel, was before. Yes. Yeah, the okay. sequel was not so good. Okay, so but the it, it next wasn't a rage, one, so yeah, meh. The next one could be, he could be off based on this if you gave it a meh, because I gave it a Mondo, which is Chappie from 2015. Oh, Chappie. 
I'm sorry. Chappie was mad. Oh, it was a Mondo. <laughs> it's so good. It had Die Antwoord in it. It was so good. It Hugh was, Jackman was in it. I know he was. It was eh, It was all right. Uh, I didn't hate it, but uh, it was definitely not. That's sad that's because... Okay, well, let's, let me, let's them off real quick because yeah, now I'm kind of curious. Okay. If that's what did it, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of feel bad. You might have to watch <laughs> it again because Chappie is, a great, is a great movie. Chappie, I've, I remember Chappie and Chappie was okay. Well, maybe with new eyes. Um, so 2015 was The Man Who Knew Infinity, which I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I actually really like that. Okay. I, I gave it a Mondo. And then 2015 is Lion, which is Mondo. Mondo. Hotel Mumbai, we just talked about with Mondo. Mondo. The Wedding Guest, I didn't see it. I also didn't see it. And then the last one was The the personal history of David Copperfield, which I haven't seen, which haven't came out last year. Yeah. So there's one, two, three, four on his list. But, you know, I find him amazing and I find he makes some great choices. He's absolutely amazing. So I mean, he has made some great choices, but uh, I can't believe you did mess. not like I can't believe that you didn't like Chappie, Chappie that much. Chappie's a man. Well, I guess the good thing for him is he's still pretty young. And yeah, he's, um, got, he's got tons of time. And if uh you got two Maz back there. So after and, he and makes two more movies, yeah. he's got Chappie at the at the uh, the meh for you. Then we just have to see some more of his films. Yeah, it's worth okay. he's well, worth he's investing time in. Give him give him ten years. He might make the mesmerized list in ten years. But right now, yeah, no, he couldn't make that list. No, for me. he's not. He's not no, mesmerized. No. He's a great great actor and. Yeah. And Hotel Mumbai, I was like yeah. blown away by yeah. his acting in that yeah. movie. No, he's good. So every, what I'm saying, what I guess what I'm saying for me, uh, because I haven't seen four of those films, I can't. The, the rate whole him, thing is as soon as he starts putting out a few more about well, those first two are like, you know, first on the list. So they're going to drop off. So the potentials there still. We can. Yeah. We can uh, revisit. Yeah, it. I mean, for all we know, he could make three movies in one in one year. Yeah, we see all them all. Bang, 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 bang. He's, Mondo, he's, he's, on. he's back on. You never know. All right. Well, Dev, I'm sorry, buddy. You're on our backup list for now until uh, we'll keep bringing you out once we see that. It, I'm going to secretly start watching all those films of his, though. Before you go on, I just really want to touch upon the fact that uh, voice only on Taco with Titi does not count. That's right. why. Thor Ragnarok does not count because oh, it's acting in it. Okay, that's gotcha. just voice only, so you can't include that one. So that's why if someone's like doing the math and going, no, no, there's Thor Ragnarok and uh, he he was a voice and no, the voice only does not count. Good reminder there, buddy. Which I still think is wrong, but I was outvoted, so yeah, that's the way it is. That's the way it goes. And that's how it goes. Okay, so Taika is on for actor soon potentially on for director with one more film i think two more films two is it two okay it's two he's had six okay good and they're all mondo so it's yeah that's the whole thing <laughs> he's six mondos in a, in a row so assuming star wars is you know rogue one and not solo we're in good shape <laughs> well that one's not coming out till 2024 he's got like a list oh, yeah. if you look at in development right now well that's the whole thing I am he's, a hot, he's the hottest thing in hollywood yeah. They all want a piece. They're Who like, doesn't want please, a, a please beautiful little piece of Taka? Work for us, Taka. Just us. Don't anybody else ever. Yes. All right. So then we got uh, Stephen McCaddy's on. And um, who else did we add? Oh, Isabel Hubert. Yeah. No brainer. Perfect. That was a good good week, buddy. It was good. Indeed. Indeedly do. All right. Well, what do we got? What's up next, buddy? Spooky times. Spooky, spooky times. So we had the uh, 
Brooklyn Horror Film Festival shorts going on this week. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually broke down each one, um, what they're doing, what they're not. I think you just gave some ratings in your head because your wrists were too tired to write stuff down, which sometimes happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just going to, this package, you know, because we're sort of starting our festival season, what's streaming. And I picked this one up. Actually, a friend of ours sent us this to say, Hey, check this out. It piqued our interest because a, it's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn's cool. B it's horror. Horror's cool. Yeah. And often shorts are also cool. Shorts are cool. But this one, this, this was not a great list for me. I, I, I'm thinking, so originally I thought it was going to be from their 2019 season or potentially from maybe this season that got canceled. But this is like a collab. There's a bunch of stuff on there. There's 2019, 2018's on yeah, here. it's all over the place. 2016, 2017. So it's a collection. So right away, I'm going to say, Brooklyn, come on, buddy. Like, who put this list together? Because well, that's the whole thing. If you're going over that period of time, there's got to be not a come shitload up with a, with of a better, great films. You, know, you should be able to come up with yes. a better package than this. Like, what if is... If you're spanning four or five years... Yeah. In four or five years, you should be able to come up with six or seven shorts that are going to blow that are going to blow blow, blow our motherfucking minds. And I've seen like, I'm not. This is not my Jim's boring his bragging hat, but I watch a shitload of shorts because I do previewing for a bunch of festivals. So um, I could I could have made a list that's better than this than things I saw last week. But you know, be it as it may, uh, potentially maybe we there our friends were handcuffed from Brooklyn Horror Fest. Who knows? But here's the breakdown. So the very first first show short is The Muffin Man the from Muffin 2019. Man. Yeah. It's directed by Ethan Bloom. It's fun. And commercial? Question mark? Is this a movie? No. Is it a trailer? Yes. Do I want to see this movie when it's made? Yes. But do it's I want to see this do I want to see this trailer ever again? No. I'd like the, to see it again. Think the original commercials for Machete in Planet Terror. Yeah, that was a good short too. Yeah, it was not. These are not short. I liked some of the practical effects. The comedy was uh, horribly bad funny. But I, because I don't consider this a movie, it is a trailer. It is a hard rage for me. I had a lot of fun. I did too. Mondo. I had a lot of fun, but I cannot I cannot rate you as a movie. If I'm rating you as a movie, it's a hard rage. I'm going it, to rate you as a movie and give you a Mondo. Okay, well, then you're never going to see the original movie. You're just seeing a trailer that you don't even know what happens in the movie. There is no trailer. That's the short. He's oh, okay. That's the whole movie. It's a, yeah. it's a trailer short. About a muffin man? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We have, we, have, <laughs> we have some differencing of opinion here, people, but... I, ju I just like to say that the Muffin Man was Mondo. <laughs> and I would say the commercial for the movie The Muffin Man was pretty good. No, no, that was the movie. No, it was a commercial. Mondo. Okay, 42 Counts, which is from 2018, directed by Jill, and I'm going to screw this name up, Geveranzian... Giveranzian? I don't know. I'm not looking at the name. Something so. like that. Uh, a few. I had a few continuity issues. Um, I tried, like, this tried to stay with the idea. I wasn't sure how the room tied in with the guy who tied into the girls. Was it a commercial oh. for self-care? Is it based on a true story? It had potential. The yeah. story idea could have been really good, but um, all in all, it just made me rage. Is 
you know, it got to the climax in what should have been the climax of the show, and there was no. It was basically a PSA. It's yeah. it's always a hard rage for me. I'm like, okay, so if you're a woman living in a apartment, you should check the basement. Is this? I don't know. It, you know, it was based on true. St- it, was it was just based on a true story, and that's why I'm reluctant to rage on it. But I, I, yeah. Now that you're reminding me of what what I actually watched, which I had kind of forgotten what it was, <laughs> easily forgettable. Yeah, that was that wasn't good. The the story could have been great. Like yeah. if they made it a an actual short movie instead of a PSA. Again, yeah. right off the bat for me, trailer PSA. I'm already in a bad mood because I'm expecting I'm expecting short films. Yeah, no, I'm gonna rage on that one too. Out of boy. Yeah, that one, that one sucks. Jump on the wagon. Uh, El Cucho is hungry. El Cucho is hungry. 2018, directed by Daniel Garcia. Yeah. It had a creepy little fucker in it, so I got interested super fast. Uh, story is as old as time. Um, a monster under my bed or a monster in my closet. Right. Had its own spin, I guess. I felt it was. After watching two films that I can loosely say were films uh, that made me rage, I was needing something to give me a lot more punch. And this just got to meh for me. Yeah, it was meh. Yeah. I, you know, it had so much potential. Yeah. I don't know. But, but you know, I guess the here's a here's a thing. I get really tired of the same script idea. And if you're gonna redo an old favorite of Monster in the Closet, Monster in My Bed, it better be motherfucking great. Yeah, I know. There was no there was no originality here no. whatsoever. It was just like every other monster in the closet, monster in the yep. in the bedroom, monster in the kid. Yeah. The, same old same Give me old. something give me something juicy. Yeah. Uh, then it came Tilly from 2016, directed by Rob Kotecki. Started off kind of not too great with the dialogue feeling a bit forced. But um, then it kept unraveling, and I ended up actually really enjoying this one. I didn't love it, but I, I did not expect all the turns for a short. And pretty satisfying ending. Can't give it a mondo because um, I didn't think it, it was full. But uh, it gets a high meh for me. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> what, what was this one? Um, this one. Just a brief sort of. Uh, okay, just give me a sec because I've forgotten how to. <laughs> um, but I know I, the thing actually it's funny because um, I, I, I actually remember really liking the short, like the a young girl and her father discover uh, the real monster in her bedroom. Oh, so another one. Another monster. Yeah. I, I thought they were back-to-back ones. Like, yeah. Why, why would you put those back-to-back? Tilly and El Cucho is hungry. I, just, I don't know. Because neither of them were special. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. but I like this one better than the other one. Yeah, I guess. They were, it, was, it was meh. Yeah. Anyway, monsters. Right. Get, cool. get it. Yeah, get I, re- it I think I remember the next one. Yeah, the next one is Frederick Remembers. That's the next one. Yeah, from 2017 by uh, Stephen Russell. German Nazi fun or not? Had potential, but it just came off being slow and not that interesting. It got to rage for me. It got to rage? Yeah, that was meh. Well, there you go. It didn't do a lot for me. I couldn't... I couldn't... I didn't hate it. I couldn't stay focused on the plot, to be quite honest. Yeah. I, can't, I had to rewatch it two or three times because really? I would start watching it and I'm like, this is, I'm either falling asleep or I'd rather play with my phone uh, 
Tetris or something. Wow. I was, <laughs> I was just it like, wasn't that bad. It's like, da, da. I don't know the theme song for Tetris anymore, but it's something like da 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 da. Anyway, um, yeah, it the the, I don't know. It didn't have enough punch for a horror for me. Um, then a, uh, a mother of monsters, 2017, Julia DePaula. I remember this one. Yay. Uh, rando choppy for me had potential, but it wasn't fleshed out enough. I that was the whole thing. It wasn't fleshed out. And honestly, it was really, really well shot. I mean, yes. it looked, yeah, yeah. it looked great. Yep. Like it really looked good, but visually yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, visually it was great, but yeah, yeah. It just didn't come together. No. The the thing here's the thing with shorts I find. And I know you're not I mean, you you like all forms of film, but shorts are probably one of your least favorite because you do like things to be long and drawn out and boring. And shorts have to That's my bag. Drawn out yeah, and boring. Drawn out and boring and lots of walking. Love walking. But with shorts, this is my this is my advice to any director who's making shorts out there is you've got to have a complete package in your short that it has a beginning, middle, and an end, and that it, it ties up the story and develops the characters enough for us to fall in love with them, hate them, have some sort of emotional attachment. Otherwise, it's just, it's just you, you might as well make the full movie because that, that can sometimes kill a short right there because they haven't developed either the plot, the story, or the character because they have only have enough money or budget or whatever to do the short. It just doesn't get fully drawn out the way it needs to be and it's unfortunate because some of these films i think if we get to see the full film of uh, a mother of monsters i think this would be a really good film so julia de Paula, i hope you start making some more stuff and i look forward to seeing a feature from you for sure yeah potentials there um and the one that I think you really like this one was uh, maybe your only Mondo for the package. Um, oh, no, the Muffin Circle. Man was Mondo. Oh, man, the fucking Muffin the Man. The Muffin Man. Mondo. Do you know the Muffin Man? I do. Oh, I don't. I don't want to know the Muffin Man. Circle 2017. Martin Melnick. Uh, simple premise. Uh, seen similar plots for before. Very basic PVs, uh, which for me is production values. Um, I liked how it strings you along and leaves things in your imagination There's so a lot of that. Yep. yeah so i i'm on the i'm on the border of this it was a very high meh for me um it was I, definitely my second favorite of the package yeah the more more i thought about this afterwards is like I, I, it was it was a meh for me originally but you know i'm like you know yeah, you're feeling give, generous I, today i'm feeling generous i could give it a mondo you I did actually, had a boy i actually really i really like the the uh the, the two characters as well they're they're, they're the, actually, I like the, the the lady, the 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 dude in there. I wasn't overly thrilled with. I hmm. thought they could have got a better actor. But. Yeah, and, and you know what? This interesting. I've seen this similar plot a few times in shorts. Yeah. So to me, it was like I couldn't give it the, the mondo because I'd seen other versions of yeah. it of a similar story. Not obviously the same movie. Obviously, yeah. everyone's original, but. I've seen a similar plot to this. Yeah, and, I, I really liked it. I'm glad. Maybe yeah. didn't get to see all those ones that I saw that was a similar to that. But yeah, good, good work, uh, Martin Melnick. I think you're you're my number two guy on this uh, or person, I should say, uh, from this package. For me, the best one was Save to Last uh, was Fell, 2017. Uh, Holly Vogus, uh, in the skin of an animal, starts off. Uh, good because it's got creepy little fuckers in it. So right away I'm like, I'm tied in. Uh, it was a mondo for me. I liked it. I thought the I thought the, it it had a nice little creep factor to it. Um, who doesn't like 
creepy little fuckers and animal, animal skins. Everywhere. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently not. This was a Mondo for me. I, I really enjoyed it. This was a solid, solid meh. <laughs> With a bullet. It's, it's done. <laughs> well, uh, that's it for our quick review of the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival Shorts Package. Uh, so yeah, we want to see more of these. So we'll be checking it out. Listen, this is going to be a regular spot for us for a bit because there's a bunch of festivals coming and be prepared. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. All right. Well, this week, thanks to our friends from Shudder and having to watch the fucking terrible movie Monstrum, from 2018. I my rage this week is shutter. Period. End of sentence. Uh what the fuck shutter? Come on. Start funding or putting on some great films. You have some of the best international content anywhere of any streaming service that you find. Things like Old Boy or Tigers Are Not Afraid or uh most of you almost have all the best Argento films on there. But you cannot st- Stop bringing new stuff that is crap like Monstrum or Satanic Panic or The Room. Satanic Panic was so god-awful. <laughs> I know, you hated it. And The Room, oh my god, we did those back-to-back weeks and I was like, yeah. this is awful. What do you, like, yeah. I so, wanted Shutter Originals to be so, like I had, I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, because, you know, Shutter's, I think, owned by AMC, right? The, the TV sh- place, show Maybe. place, network, whatever you want to call it. The TV place. Uh, some place. We don't do TV, so whatever. But, you know, and AMC's got some amazing television programs it like does. The Walking Dead mm. and some, you know, just some really, really original, great. I watched uh, episode one of The Walking Dead. There you go. What'd you think? I really liked it. Yeah. I didn't watch any more of it. That's though. interesting, though. Because you, usually you're I watch one and that's yeah, it. Yeah, you're. For you're, some reason. And I there's just, like 12 seasons now, buddy. Yeah. So that would be like a month for at, you. At one point, I had like the first six seasons on, on Blu ray. <laughs> and now I, I don't even have those. I don't know where they well, went. Well, you have Netflix. So you have I them think, all anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Just, I don't want to tell you that. You've got other things to stream in the next little while. Yeah. But, but yeah, to, to my point is that it's oh, not yeah, like they don't point? understand horror. No. They they have a great collection of stuff that you can't see anywhere. Yeah, and and bringing out some of the Joe what is it Joe Bob Briggs um, driving movie stuff. Right, that stuff's great. They got like great movies packaged in there. But it seems like every like it's almost. I don't want to say it aloud because I you know some of those ones I didn't hate as much as you. Uh, they were meh and they were maybe low mess. Oh, but I I kind of want. Stuff. I can't I can't debate you on that. Because I'm expecting so much more from a horror streaming service. Start putting stuff out. And, you know, they were obviously, they were going off of um, film festivals and putting out stuff that had come out of film festivals that are some really good. Like, why did they not pick up something like um, Come to Daddy or something like that? Like, they could have picked that up. Obviously, the, it's competition to now pick up these good films, right? Come to Daddy's just still coming out now on. Um, uh, Apple and stuff like that. You, yeah. I just bought it. It was great. <laughs> you do love Come to Dad. I do. It's my fa- probably my favorite horror movie in a long, long, long time. Yes, Elijah so, Wood. Elijah Wood, my so sexy creep and, crush. Uh, and our uh, boy McCaddy. 
Yeah, he's in it too. He is. He's mesmerizing. He's mesmerizing in that movie, in every movie for that matter. Actually, yeah, Elijah Wood is also mesmerizing and everything. I'm not sure if he's, you don't know. Oh, he uh, might be even be on our list. I don't know. We'll have to look. Yeah, we'll have to look. We can't know everything. We can't <laughs> exactly. remember yesterday, let alone. There's like know. a lot of names on that list now. Yeah, which is good. We, not so many on the undoubted though, which is, no. which is also good. Yeah, I've got a list of about six in the waiting though, buddy. Some All of them right. are going to make it. You think so, do you? Yeah. Well, I'm going to pass the baton now. So Shudder is my rage this week. What is your rage this week? You, you like to surprise me. Well, uh, my rage is actually also Shudder, but uh, a <laughs> for a different reason. Mm. Um, I'm just going to briefly read the email that I sent Shudder. Um, it will not let me watch anything, even though I am logged in on my computer. It kicks me into options for monthly and yearly memberships. And then I put in all caps, I already have a yearly membership. <laughs> On my Fire Stick, it will not even let me log in. It just kicks me to the new membership screen. What am I paying for? This has been an ongoing occurrence. Last time you had me reset my password and that temporarily worked on my computer, but not on my Fire Stick. Now, once again, nothing works. This has been extremely frustrating. So that's what I sent them. To which they said, <laughs> Screw you, buddy. They said, dear valued subscriber. <laughs> That's fantastic. My favorite I'm, name. I'm a valued subscriber. Yeah. Thanks, Shudder. Thanks for your money. Thank you for contacting Shudder with an exclamation point. So it's actually, thank you for contacting Shudder. <laughs> or Shudder. I don't know what it is. So anyway, so, so sorry for the continued trouble with your Shudder membership. Oh, it's got an exclamation point after membership again, so sorry. So sorry for the continued trouble with your Shudder membership. <laughs> with our recent app update, we've changed systems to improve performance and reliability. That's fantastic. Was there an exclamation point? There wasn't there. I was hoping there would be. Question mark? Yeah, that's where that should be. For a small number of Shudder members, our old system was unable to export complete subscription information. Unfortunately, your subscription appears to be one of those. We suggest, and this is where it's great because it, it all comes back to me. I have to do all sorts of crap apparently. We suggest that you cancel your subscription via your app store and sign back up directly on our website in a browser at www.shutter.com. We can then add credit for the remainder of your pre of your paid for I can't even get subscription. Subscription. Thank you. And for any lost time, of course, because there's an exclamation point after. Of course. course, yeah. Okay. I don't know who. Why do they have so many exclamation points? It's really. Because they're really excited. I guess so. If you can provide, and this is where it's like, well, really? You don't need, you have my information? If you can provide screenshots showing you were billed and inform us of how long you have been unable to stream, it will assist in getting the credit applied to your account. I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, okay. So here, you, here first of all, you can't get screenshots of past incidences. That's, how about you just give me my whole fucking membership for free? Best wishes, the Shutter team. I literally have gone on to Shutter, I don't know, 10 or 12 times in the last month and a half, two months, just 
thinking, okay, maybe I put something in wrong. Maybe I tried something wrong. Tried it on my tablet. I tried it on my Fire Stick. I tried it on my computer. And I'm going through this, entering my 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 codes in multiple times, multiple times, thinking, okay, maybe I put something wrong. Yeah, try yeah. it again, try it again. I've literally probably, and this is no exaggeration, in the last month and a half, two months, I've probably been on that bloody page for a good two, two and a half hours total. Of your life. Yeah. And at which point, it kicks me into this, Join Shutter for get seven days free. No, I don't want seven days free because I've already paid for a year. <laughs> so what the ble- And then I get this crap email that's saying that I got to jump through more hoops just to get some money back and continue with. I, I am at my wits end right now. I don't even know what I want to do. It's part I of me wants to just, just cancel it all. And if they give me money back, fine. And if they don't, whatever. But I still want to stream stuff on Shutter, So I don't. I well, will share my it? password with you. Because I have X amount of devices, and you can just log in as me. Because uh, I am just. I know so that's not what Shutter wants us to hear because I like giving money to Shutter, but come on. I've already given them money. I know. And I, I got know. like two months. Not e- I got like two months out of them, and yeah. then it just went to crap because they updated their system. But apparently, for some reason, I the information didn't. I, I don't know. What, what did they say? Uh, it was a select few people. Yeah, select few. I, I, I'm one of those fortunate few. And so they can't, within their IT group, figure out how to help those select few? That's the whole thing. Like, what kind of Mickey Mouse organization are you? Come on, Shutter. Yeah. Get, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, so I'm pretty frustrated with them. Sorry, Shutter. I really want to support you and like you, but you just, what the You're heck? making it hard. All right, anyways, that's my rage. Rage, subsiding, pulse slowing, anger fading. This week on Rage or Dare, Bryce will choose Rage or Dare. But before that, last week on the lists, our fantastic guest, George, from Best Little Horror House, Horror House in Philly dared the two of us to see Love on a Leash from 2011 with an outstanding average IMDb rating of 9.2. The crew was astonished that George would challenge them to see this gem. Let's tune in and see what Bryce thinks uh, of the cinematic masterpiece that holds an IMDb rating along with these great films like The Godfather, Shawshank Redemption, and Pulp Fiction, all of which have an average rating of 9.2. Let's hear, let's check in with Bryce and see what he has to tell us. So when you're watching this film, you got to decide, okay, is this so bad that it's, you know, entertaining me or is it just so bad that it's just so bad? <laughs> and while it had some lines in it, you know, like... You pay the rent and I'll sniff my butt. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sorry you're involved with a man that doesn't even have a birth certificate. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and and I, did, I did learn something. I learned that exciting sex will make you have excellent kids. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. It was so bad. It's bad. I, I realize that I am DB that everybody was uh, getting on the bandwagon and just trying to mess with it and up the up the rating and that that's funny in itself and i'm very <laughs> if if you have a chance don't don't watch the movie 
just go and go to IMDb, <laughs> read the reviews. <laughs> the reviews are hilarious. Oh god, yeah. The movie is not. So you're saying this made you rage? It is a rage. So you can thank George for that. Okay, Thanks, George. Well, here's my take on it. All right. Uh, first off, I want to thank George for daring us to see this movie. Thanks, George. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Bestiality reversed. A dog that wants to have sex with ladies. This was the most rando thing I've seen in a long time. I'm not going to say ever because I've seen a lot of rando yeah. shit in the days. Favorite line. What are you looking at? Dog's response, not much. Wow. <laughs> the last that kind of describes the movie, actually. What, what, hey, what am I looking at right now? Not, not much. much. The last time I saw an inanimate creature talking in a movie this bad was when John Travolta did Look Who's Talking Too, or Look Who's Talking, or Let's Look Who's Talking Now. L. Ron Hubbard would be rolling over in his grave with this film. This movie had everything a good, bad movie should have. Yeah. It had bestiality. It had no music. It had random edits that go nowhere. It had a talking dog that thinks it's funny, constant random costume changes to the same dress, a non-existent plot. The most importantly, did I mention it had a talking dog? I think I did. You did. Uh, here are the list of awesome badness. Lightning, random use, at same scene shots, no soundtrack or sound effects really at all, random edits that make no sense, a talking dog, fantastic CGI water supernatural scene yeah. a few times, yeah. sound that came Holy crap, and went sound. whenever it felt like, acting or whatever, uh, film quality of the finest level, <clears throat> was the term get inside her heart-shaped box by a talking dog? Was this, was this movie a comedy? Yes. Was it a rom-com? Yes. Was it a drama? Yes. Supernatural thriller fairy tale? Yes. Softcore porn? Maybe. How about a new genre of film I've never heard of called rom-dama super spasticity? Yes. That's what it was. Did I hate everything about this movie? Yes. But at the same time, did I also love how terrible it was? Motherfucking right I did. <laughs> the first Rager Dare that's ever ended in a Mondo. Oh, my it's a, goodness. It's on the same par as The Godfather. <laughs> it is not a Mondo. Shame on you. No, I can't give it a Mondo. I'm, I'm completely joking. I, there was a lot of things I liked about this because I yeah. laughed at how bad it was. It was just... It was, it was, it was, and there were, there were some parts where I did laugh and it's like, at how bad it was. Yeah, but not at... There were extended painful parts though where it's just like, oh my God, why? why? Yeah. It's 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 a move. This is the thing I'm thinking is that How everybody see should the light see that this. They, like good on the director for somehow getting this out there. Because how the heck does this get out there? I don't Somebody know. Somebody grabbed onto this and ran with it. Oh so. yeah, everybody is is jumping on this bandwagon. Like to fa the fact that it's actually been featured on Tubi. Which don't get me wrong. I mean, but that's that's kind of big in a way. Yeah. You know, it probably made its money back. Yeah. Because it was probably. Probably $27 to make yeah. this movie. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, if they already owned, I, let's assume they already owned an iPhone or whatever that they filmed it on. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, for 27 and they, they might have got a little change back. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, George, for sharing uh, us to do that. Well, this week, Bryce, what are you picking? Rage or Dare? Uh, I am always kind of afraid to pick Dare. I don't know why. It worked for you last time. You got Geely. I did. Geely was good. It was fucking Rage, man. You're crazy. But. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't good, but it wasn't as bad as everybody says. It was alright. It was meh. I've been saving one for you that I really want you to see. Oh, that makes me want to pluck from the bag. For <laughs> sure, then. The bag. Okay, just so you know, the bag was the twenty worst ones. These are the backups. So, pick, keep that in consciousness. Yeah, I'm still gonna pluck from the bag. All right. Well, where is the bag? I Can you see it. the bag? He has the bag in his hand. I hear. I understand. And he's picking from the bag. And right. he's pulled the luscious. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, why? You picked from the bag. You had a choice. Could I change it? No. What um, is it? Tell us all. I have to watch. You know what? I don't think I've seen this, actually. So maybe well, Lucky you. Maybe you'll like it. Uh, just like, like Geely. I don't think this got a theatrical release. Mm, maybe. But let's find out what it is. I don't think it counts. Yeah, it does. It counts. It's a movie. Home Alone 3. It did get a release. <laughs> Home Alone 3 played in a cinema. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> where I could go and go to the lobby and yep. buy some $9 popcorn and, yep. a, and a $6 book drink. Yep, you Fif could. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, remember the rules we changed from last week. If you cannot find this for $10 or less, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to message me and I'll give you a new movie. All right. But yeah, as of right now, I am watching Home Alone, not one, with Macaulay Culkin. Or two. Not two, with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> but three with God knows who. I'm pretty sure by then it wasn't Macaulay Culkin. I have this this picture of this kid with like a bowl cut. Yeah, I think it was a bowl cut. Yeah. You want me to tell you who it is? Yeah, tell me who the actor is. It's the fine, the fine, fine young, His young actor. His name is... Uh, his name is Alex. Alex. Uh, and I can I tell you, he, his character's name is Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the character's name is Alex. Pruitt is the name of the character. Alex D. Lintz. So he's Alex in the movie, but he's also Alex. Yep. And right. he's he's been in some amazing... Well, he was in Red Dragon, so there's oh, something. There you go. As an adult, probably. Uh, Maybe he was murder, murdered, no, though. Those probably came around about the same time, didn't they? I don't know. Home Alone 3 and, and uh, Red Dragon? Well, you enjoy that. I'm oh. sure you'll enjoy every moment of it. Can, I watch, Red, can I watch Red Dragon instead? No. He's in it. Yeah, no. Well, you can watch it after. Then you'll feel better about I, yourself. So I can do an Alex What's-His-Head <laughs> double feature. <laughs> Alex D. Lynch. I can watch the good and the bad. And the ugly. All right. Okay, Home Alone 3. I am, uh, I'm going to watch this. Picking I, up. Picking it up. That is what it is. All right, sir. All right. Well, you know what that time it means. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended film rage crew of Marie who self-distancing, Leonard Conlon, and his artistic vision via Leonard Conlon Photography, and our cartoonist, Vaughn. Uh, listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Tune in, Stitcher, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And check out our website at filmrageyyc.com. And leave us some comments, damn it. Uh, we are always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often and please make us rage. 
please, please. That's it for this week. Ray John. Ray John.